Delicious. Alright, get yourself comfy, mate. You comfy? I'm comfortable. You're comfy. Sound out of breath. I'm out of breath. <laughs> fucking running back and forth trying to do these cameras. <laughs> get your beard. doing a very good job at it. But cool. Right, you ready? Ready. You ready? All good. Cool. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Average Size Podcast. I'm your host, George, and I'm here again with co-host, Harry. <laughs> He's back with the uh, thumbs up. Thumbs up, yeah. Um, today we have got a good friend of mine on. Um, we've known each other short space of time, but it's been it's been a, a good what did you say, a couple of years? About that, yeah. Yeah, a couple of years now. So um yeah, welcome Nixie to the podcast. Hello. Hello. AKA Mr. Sneakers Prep. I am indeed. You are Mr. <laughs> Sneakers Prep. So we'll we'll touch base on um on how we know each other. So we met through Himes Collectives, which was my business at the time. Yeah. Um, I was branching out into opening my little store and I wanted um, somebody who restored and prepared shoes. Is that, is that the right way to describe what you do? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah? That's where the uh, the prep part of it comes yeah. from. So but, yeah. we, um, I was like, I want somebody somebody in Kent, but somebody who's shit hot at it. Yeah. So um, I think I put a post up on Instagram and said, like, can people recommend me? And like, I was flooded with you. So I was like, well, it looks like that's the guy I need to go to. <laughs> so, yeah. Good. yeah. 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 So we got in touch and yeah. we met up pretty quickly after that, didn't we? And we yeah, was like, right, let's, let's roll with it. So, um, yeah. How, how's, how's business going? Yeah. Good. Um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Mm. Obviously, uh, at the time I was still working full time. Yeah. Which, um, you know, I was doing that on the side and a lot of uh, late nights and yeah, having children around and things. Which yeah, we'll get onto a bit later. Side hustling's fun, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it was good fun. Uh, like I say, I just kind of got into it from doing my own shoes, and yeah. then it just ended up me doing some other people's, and then it escalated quite quickly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's been good fun. No, yeah, it's. Um, I remember um, like going through your Instagram and seeing. Um, like your work and I was like yeah that's that's fucking good so I don't, I don't know if um, I just um, like got you on board straight away or whether I actually gave you a few of my pairs first I think you've definitely done I cleaned a lot of my yeah, shoes yeah I've done a few now that's for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah you definitely have so and then you came down to the launch of my shop yeah as well at the time um, and you was cleaning shoes on the spot and yeah it was wicked and then yeah we kind of had like a a little setup between us, didn't we? Where I would just collect shoes for you, drop them off. Yeah, it was bang on. Definitely yeah, cleaned. Yeah, it was. Well. It was good. So, um, when did you um, decide to make the jump to going full time? Because that's what you do now, isn't it? Just yeah, full time. It is now full time. So it was after the first lockdown. Um, obviously, I was working from home with my previous job, and I did particularly enjoy it. Should we say? Yeah. And when I went back to working. I just really, really didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm not getting any younger, so yeah. I've got to make that jump now. Yeah, was, yeah. It could be never. Yeah, And I'll end it. up doing a job that I literally can't stand for quite a while. Yeah. And you don't want to live your life like that. I think when you get to my type of age, you realise that, you know, you sacrifice some things for a benefit. So yeah. that's what I had to do. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and no, I do remember, um, like, conversations that we had about, at the times, like, you was... Um, not enjoying work, yeah. the, the work that you were doing at the time. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, it was it was having a real like effect on your mental health as well, wasn't it? As well. Yeah, massively. Um, it was quite a strange scenario because obviously, again, we'll get onto it. I've been through quite a few different things, and yeah. at the time, everything was pretty sweet, and it kind of hit me from nowhere, and then it did affect my work performance. Not yeah. gonna lie. Um, and then we when we went into lockdown, obviously working from home, um, it all kind of amalgamated together and. Yeah, I just wasn't in a very good place. Yeah. And when I was doing that, it kind of made me think, I've got to work hard on myself to realise what's the right direction to go in. Yeah. And yeah. I then eventually come to a conclusion, um, yeah, I've got to do this full time. Yeah. There's, I remember there's a couple us, of other things that yeah. happened as well at work. Yeah. Um, which, you know, happens when you're not doing so well, should we say? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah which helps me make the decision. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, I think it was definitely the right decision. Yeah. And I remember uh, many yeah. doorstop conversations during the lockdown of <laughs> us few, two there. It? Yeah, just like saying, talking about our, our big plans and, our, yeah. and and yeah, you made it a reality. And uh, yeah, it was great to see you, you make that jump because, you, I mean, cl- clearly you're, you're doing well from it. So, and, and it's what you enjoy doing. So mm. Yeah, I love it so far. No, that's, that's, that's great. Um so yeah, like let's let's talk about let's talk about who Nixie is. Like, who is Nixie? Yeah. So I, I know I know I know the the sneaker sneakers prep Nixie. Yeah. And I've known you for a couple of years, but I I don't really know who you are as yeah, a person. Yeah. Like, where did you grow up? Like, what was you like as a kid? Like, family yeah, yeah, life. Like, how was your family set up? Like, growing up. Yeah. So it's interesting. So Nixie, in case you don't know, is Nick C. Yeah. Um, so my actual name is Nicholas. Yeah. I very rarely use that unless yeah, I'm in yeah, trouble yeah. from her indoors or my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas. Um, you know, professionally I go by Nick yeah. most of the time. Um, but yeah, Nixie come along as a nickname when I was in my early 20s when I worked somewhere and someone else was called Nick. So I was Nick C. Yeah. And I kind of thought, well, it just sounds like Nixie, doesn't it? Yeah. So it ended up being Nixie. And yeah, I've just run with it since I was about Literally about 20 yeah. years old. That's um, Usha. Yeah. So it's a interest, different nickname. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, it's, but it makes so much sense. Yeah, like, Now exactly. you've explained it. So <laughs> yeah. it a lot it, of people say... So much sense. Yeah. A lot of people are like, Nixie, what's Nixie? Like, it's a girl's name, isn't it? Yeah. I'm like, no, it's just Nick I'd C. I'd have never thought that. Yeah, my I'd last never... name begins with a C. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's brilliant. Literally all it is. So now I've got a bit older, I try and abbreviate a little bit more to Nicks. Yeah. Because then it's almost like Nick and Nixie into, yeah, yeah. into one. So... Yeah, I seem Brilliant. to go through quite a few different transitions, <laughs> um, which again we'll get onto, like the haircuts. Yeah, I think yeah. You've about four different haircuts. Yeah, hair literally, there. we had that so, conversation on the way <laughs> yeah. up here. Um, but yeah, Where I'm did you grow uh, Raynham, Med- Medway, Parkwood yeah. boy uh, from young. Uh, interesting growing up because at the time, obviously late 80s, early 90s, we was the only non Caucasian, should we say, in the area, really. Yeah. Um, like at my primary school and things like that didn't really have any problems with it a couple of little things but yeah. nothing serious it was just more like not people not understanding yeah, why yeah. you looked a bit different nothing too bad and then I went to school in Chatham Where, um, what school did you go to? St John Fisher I started off at uh, I went to St John Fisher did you really? yeah, yeah I didn't, didn't know even you know that, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might have been a few years in between now. yeah possibly but, but yeah what's um, the age gap what, how old are you so now? I'm 36 I'm going to yeah, be 37 I'm, this year which makes I'm 27 yeah. so I'm, wow. tw- I'm 28 in a few weeks so yeah so we've got a few years between us so yeah I yeah, definitely wouldn't have bit. been there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry yeah. mate 
thinking about it when <laughs> by the time you left school I think I probably almost had a child but it yeah. feels like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah, so I went to St. Fisher. I then changed over to Chatham Grammar halfway through. Yeah. Because my mum decided I wasn't doing as well as I should. And yeah, to be fair, I did all right. Got my GCSEs. Yeah. I then went and did music technology at Canterbury College, which was good fun. Because at the time, I thought I was going to be a massive garage DJ yeah. and producer, as me and all my mates did, pretty much. <laughs> um, came out of college and yeah which will bring us on to our next subject, yeah, yeah. ended up having a child quite soon after Yeah. and uh, ended up working for the rest of my what, what, life. What was, your, <laughs> what was your first job? So at the time, I was actually working in Blue Water yeah. uh, for an old shop called Eisenhager. They used to sell like weird clothes that you were might, like... You might remember it because like, you're, you're, you're 30. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. so you may have been knocking around Blue Water at the time. Do you yeah. remember it? What was it called? Eisenegger. So they used to sell coats and like clothes that were like originally two hundred pounds. Well, they like parka jackets, like yeah. big. F- I yeah. had one. So I had, they, they I had would one say, actually, yeah. It would, it, they had a, always had a closing down sale. Yeah, because it was a closing down sale, not closing down actual. Yeah, shop. yeah. I remember so. it had loads of compartments on the yeah. inside. Like, I loved that coat. Perfect. That was, that was my choice. Perfect for guys cup. like you, I hear, George. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we won't talk too much yeah, about yeah. that. But, um, yeah, they used to have like jackets that were like was two hundred pounds, now twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah. Type of like silly sales and that. So I did that. Didn't enjoy that. Ended up working with my best friend at his Chinese takeaway for a long time. Yeah. Um, I did that full time, pretty much. I also worked at Halfords. Yeah. Um, because I was into my cars and things. I was which... going to say, is that where your love for cars started, or did you lead there because of your love for cars? So I was into cars from the age of about 14. Oh, really? To be fair. Like me and my mates just to dream how we was going to all buy Vauxhall Novas and all that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> obviously we're, we're of that age. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I was already into cars and it, it kind of helped me get the job there because part of my interview was like, oh, come, let me come and have a look at your car. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty decent. Because at the time I had a KA that was like pretty bad boy. As, as bad boy as a KA <laughs> yeah, can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was black and all blacked out. So, yeah. you know. A bit different, you know. I wanted to be a bit spray different. Spray painted hubcaps. <laughs> yeah. no, it, was, it was decent. It had like brawlers and that. It, it was alright. It looked pretty gangster, as gangster as it can look, anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah. So from there, I think I ended up in a recruitment agency for about three months. Yeah. Then I ended up insurance, which was where I was for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I ended up doing office work for a long time, which yeah. was never really my forte, but. Like I say, I had children relatively young. It was a way of young. providing, yeah. Yeah, so I, ha- I had to work so doing how, something. So how old were you when you had your first? 19. 19, yeah. Um, yeah. So my son, yeah, definitely changed my life at the time. Yeah. Um, being brutally honest, I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. But it happened, so I had to deal with it. But obviously it meant going into kind of paying rent and all that type of stuff, being mm. an adult pretty much straight away. Yeah. Um, which, to be fair, I managed to do quite well because I worked full time and then I also worked at the Chinese takeaway full time so I was almost doing two full time jobs yeah. just to pay the bills and also to have my own money to do yeah, what I wanted yeah. to do because despite being in a co-parenting situation at the time or I suppose relationship if you want to call it that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was still very independent so I would still go out you know, three or four times a week doing what I wanted to do yeah. whether it be the lovely place of Amadeus on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, um, Amadeus, Amadeus. And then maybe yeah. casino on a Friday because at the time they used to have garage and drum and bass yeah. nights. 
I wouldn't just go there normally, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and then Saturday night, me and my mates used to go like South End, like yeah. in our cars and stuff. So I still did a lot of yeah. things that I wanted to. Um, but like I say, I, I worked my backside off to yeah, do it. Yeah, to yeah, be able yeah, to yeah. do that. Um, yeah. But it meant that I never really gave myself a head start yeah. uh, for life now in my 30s. So yeah, I'm yeah, kind yeah. of starting again now. But yeah. It's how it is. It's never too late to start, though. Exactly that's, that. the, that's the thing. But yeah. ha, um, how old were you when you had your first? 25. 25, yeah. So obviously a bit older, but still still young. Still really young. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like what Nixie said, like you just get chucked in the deep end. You're never really yeah. prepared for it. So just got to grab the ball by the arms and just make the most of it, really, just, haven't just you? Just like, with it. There's so many books and like teachings and stuff to tell you how you should be doing certain things. But yeah. it's just trial and error in it there's books and teachings for everything but until you're actually in the situation oh yeah absolutely. you never know how you're going to deal with it yeah definitely so but yeah um so first came along and what yeah. name dylan is dylan, it? dylan yeah yeah, yeah. So dylan, dylan, dylan. yeah dylan came along first <laughs> yeah and then uh how old were you when you had your next child 22 and was that with the same mum yes yeah 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 so that's ella yeah um yeah again i was bit unsure but again it happened yeah <laughs> so when it happened i was you know over the moon i was like born a girl yeah, of course i've had him young that's me dad mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um by the time i'm the like, older protective brother <laughs> yeah. and all that yeah. yeah exactly by the time i'm like 35 they'll be old enough to, i can do what the hell i want yeah <laughs> when i want yeah. leave them go on holiday whatever <laughs> yeah. um didn't quite work out that way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but yeah it was uh at the time in terms of the children it was you know it was all good uh, I love being a dad. Yeah. Um, again, come, we'll go on to it a bit more in a in a minute. But yeah. obviously I had, had good times and bad times being, yeah. being a father. Obviously being a young father, um, you know, learning on the way, I guess. Yeah. Um, on the job. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, for me, my mum is from Barbados. Yeah. So you can imagine the type of upbringing I had. In many ways. Yeah, I was gonna. I was literally. <laughs> gonna, I was gonna say that. Like, yeah. what was what was home life like for you? Like, parents yeah. quite strict and. So my father wasn't that strict. Yeah. But my mum, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was strict, to say the least. I used to compare her to the, you know, the lady in Tom and Jerry. <laughs> and when she tells Thomas off, that was me. But instead of Thomas, Nicholas, you know, <laughs> you walked through the house too far too fast you know <laughs> not that bad but yeah. you know there was a there was no messing with my mum yeah she was a yeah strong independent woman yeah yeah strong independent black woman yeah of course um in an area predominantly white yeah, yeah. Mm. um so as i've got older i understand some of her reasons a lot more yeah um but at the time yeah being honest i didn't enjoy yeah. all of it yeah, um, yeah you know my parents separated when i was about Thirteen, yeah, oh, that's a difficult age as well. Yeah, so I, maybe fourteen because I had just gone into my second, yeah, secondary school, ish, and around and that time. So exactly the same time as me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, your parents separated at the similar age. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. So at the time, I dealt. It wasn't too much of a big deal to me. I just kind yeah, of dealt yeah. with it. Um, and then my father died about a year and a half two years later because he was oh, quite, really? he was quite a bit didn't old realize that, yeah yeah so yeah it's one thing that a lot of people don't know because i don't <laughs> yeah, really yeah. openly speak about it um just for the reasoning that it doesn't really come up into conversation yeah, yeah. and it's been so long now that you know before he did pass away we our relationship did break down not that i disliked him or yeah, anything yeah. like that it was just a little bit of um distance that ended up happening did he move out the area when they split or? no 
he was still relatively close. Yeah. And we saw him here and there. But being brutally honest, I think there was some issues between my parents. Yeah. Which meant that he couldn't see me and my brother yeah. as much as maybe he would have liked. But, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. So and and yeah. how did that affect you, like your father passing at that age? Because like being um, like fifteen and losing your dad. Yeah, I, I, I must have been fourteen because I think I was right. in year nine, yeah, ten. So again, at the time, I was all right. It didn't really affect me too badly. Yeah, because that kind of distance had already started, mm-hmm. so it didn't hit me like really bad. I was kind of dealt with it. We've got a relatively small family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always dealt with stuff myself. So, yeah, it wasn't too bad. And I think it's kind of reflected as I've got older. Yeah. I've, I've been quite stoic in my thinking. And I, yeah. I don't, I never got affected by things. I just kind of got on with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's happened. Okay. As, right, as men yeah. do, yeah. Yeah, exactly that. So, yeah, I think the only negative impact I think it had is as I got slightly older, past that point, I didn't have that figure to really rely yeah. on. Like, for example, there was no one there to watch me play football. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was right at football at the time. We literally, this is yeah, very similar. <laughs> so yesterday we had like, well, I say, I say yesterday, we filmed another podcast yesterday, yeah. which will be out the week, uh, the week before, a week after, I can't remember, but we literally had, you were literally talking about how, because I was very, yeah, I was very, I had a very blessed upbringing. Yeah. Uh, like my dad was, was there for everything. Yeah. And my mum was there for everything. Like, I've like I said, I've been very blessed. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, yeah. Harry's has been very different. Yeah. Um. And you literally just Harry took his son, his eldest, to his first football game the other day. Oh well. With mm. your dad. Yeah, with my dad. Yeah. And that's the first time you and your dad have been to a football game together, or like. Yeah, the, ever. Like, ever. Yeah. First time I'd ever been. Oh, well, so yeah. and to a they had game. we had this conversation about you know like the same as what you've just said, like <laughs> that how you missed out on things like that. Yeah, yeah with definitely. your dad. I think so. mine was a bit different though. My my dad just decided not to be a part of my life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I don't, whether he decided to or not, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, he wasn't there. Like around literally the same time, or the same age that you were saying. Yeah. Um, he just wasn't there. So yeah, it definitely affected me in the way that you've said. Like you kind of like they become a little bit stoic in your thinking and um, like the way you process certain yeah, life exactly events that. and stuff. Like uh, for me, anyway, it makes me double think everything I do with my kids and make it a little bit more special yeah because then you're like you, you process you you cherish them moments more selfishly because you're like I didn't have that yeah do you know what I mean it's, it's weird yeah yeah definitely but um, yeah from that point I just thought um, like I said to deal with things my own way was just what had to be done yeah Um I was in quite a toxic relationship, I would say. Yeah. That's the best way of putting it. With the parents, with yes. the, the mum of the two. Yes. That you've... Um, and I put some of the blame, if you want to call it that, from not having both parents because my mum was working a lot, you mm-hmm. know, to be fair to her. She had to work, you know, to keep the house over our heads and all of that. Yeah. So I didn't have a lot of backup, I suppose, for myself as growing into a teenager. So as soon as anyone else gave me a bit of attention and a and someone to talk to, then, you know, they became a strong part of my life at the time. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it made me quite weak-willed. Yeah, quite vulnerable. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. I, I didn't Is really have... Is your brother younger? My brother's younger, yeah. Did, did you feel like, as well, you kind of took on that fatherly role for him? Um, yes and no. No, because we used to argue quite a lot. Right. Um, because I always felt he was the golden boy. Right. 
as the younger ones always are. Yeah, yeah. My sister would say the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I used to always think that he got away with murder compared to me. Yeah. Um, and I know my mum would never admit that. <laughs> yeah. But for me looking in, like, I think I felt like she learned a little bit from me. Yeah. And because I was quite vocal with how I thought about things. Yeah. And he wasn't. Yeah. He probably got an easier life. Yeah. Because he was a little bit more. I don't know about submissive, but yeah, yeah. you know, if I thought that the sky was black, I'm going to tell you it's black. Yeah, yeah. Whereas he'd be like, "Oh, yeah, he's blue." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably got myself into more trouble than yeah. what he did because I was like that. Yeah. Um, but in the same way, with other people that I didn't grow up with, like I say I was a lot softer and I used yeah. to be led into things. Like yeah. I say like with the children, having them so young, you know, I was. If I was now, I'd be like, no, that's not going to happen. Don't yeah. think so. Whereas then I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, And I think partially that's why I was insistent on having my independence because I kind of knew subconsciously I was doing things I didn't want to do. Yeah. And I was like, I've got to have my own time as yeah, well. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's that... weird when you look back. Yeah. Now that I'm 10, 15 years older, I can really process. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How it all happened. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people will blame one side or blame the other side, mm. but you know, I can see all the different factions of how and why it happened. Yeah, really. So, and, yeah. and and at what age did that relationship start to break down, and yours and and Sarah start to? How what was the gap between? Oh, so there's a long gap between yeah. those two right, okay. things. So when Ella was born, I was 22. Yeah. I kind of already thought I was like, mm. I kind of banked on that baby coming to kind of make things better yeah and I think most people know these days that doesn't work <laughs> yeah doesn't happen so I ran with it still for another few years so when I got to about 24 25 I was like no nah, this is this ain't good yeah so I made the move and left essentially um and yeah which kind of it's a big step to take isn't it to come away from that because uh, we speak about it quite a lot and it was always the hardest thing you say one of the hardest things you've ever had to do is 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 decide that you need to come away from that relationship and by doing that you're not going to see your son every day mm-hmm. and you talk about that like quite openly and you say you know it's one of the hardest things you've ever had to do so it's a big step especially when there's kids involved yeah absolutely. To, to make that decision to come away from a relationship like that um but ultimately now we now we've spoken a lot and you talk quite openly about how now Mason is eldest, that's a co-parenting situation. Yeah. And um, I hope you don't mind me speaking for you. No, you, no mate, you, know, you <laughs> um, know more than me, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, we, we speak about, we spoke about on the first podcast about now how he's surrounded by so much more love. Good, yeah. Because, that should be. Because yeah. if, there's not, if there's not that with, with, uh, with the parents, then you come away from it. And then now he's just filled with love from his... Um, uh, like his your ex partner's partner like is great with him and your partner's great with Mason and so he's just like got love all around him yeah, now so that it's, should be it's, yeah that's how it should be so yeah. sometimes making those hard decisions is the best thing yeah f- that you can do for the kids yeah even though yeah one hundred percent um I mean when I made the break I one hundred percent knew that the children would be an issue so following that I then quite a few different things happened. And being completely honest with myself and, you know, I've had this discussion with Sarah, for example, she knows a lot of this. You know, I did things that, looking back, were really silly 
just to stay close enough to to see the kids essentially yeah. and stay too close to that situation. So that affected the next good three, four, possibly five years, I would yeah. say. Um, like different relationships and things like that. Um, and yeah, that was a real, real tough time. Yeah. Because then every time I got into a different relationship, obviously that was a new problem that I had to deal with. Yeah. Um, and it'd be another few weeks, months of not seeing them for whatever reason and yeah. being accused of this, being accused of that, being told that I have to do this, otherwise this is going to happen. And yeah. All the usual bollocks that, yeah. you know, yeah. toxic. That also have to um, deal with a lot of that. I don't want to generalise ladies, obviously, but yeah. toxic mothers in that situation. Yeah, do. yeah. Um, yeah, that was definitely hard. I mean, it, Considering what I'd already uh, been through as a teenager, yeah, that was one hundred percent harder. Yeah, a lot harder to deal with than than growing up. It's the I guilt, isn't it? Really, it consumes you. Yeah, like for me, it was just like I knew I, I, my mum and dad's relationship when I was growing up wasn't great. Like, yeah, it was quite toxic. So for me, it was just a case of it, 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 it's essentially the guilt. It's mm. like, and then you, you you said that you find yourself doing stuff just to compensate the fact of what's yeah. going on for them and subconsciously you start acting a different way and yeah. I mean I've been quite lucky in a sense of I have Mason 50-50 like down the middle so like even nice. like when I went to the CSA they were like yeah you, there's no point in having a case yeah. it was like, I think it was like I had to pay like 20p a week <laughs> like it, that was the because like, the way they do it now is like it's that um, and that is on how many like, hours you start, they can stay and stuff and all that yeah stuff, yeah but yeah. it's like even down to like the meals and stuff that you're mm. doing now like yeah. if you give them a lunch or what like I remember there was a bit of a, an issue with I had to leave work early one day and pick Mason up on a Tuesday or whatever, or she'd pick Mason up on a Tuesday. And don't get me wrong, the situation I've got now is, is, is amicable and we've always been quite amicable. But when it did get a bit touchy, we went for the CSA and they were like, yeah, like, hmm. it, 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 they just do it to the, to the minute, basically, and like any meal that they have. So, I mean, I've been quite lucky in that sense, but yeah, I definitely can relate to you, like, in the sense of yeah. like, you do things just purely because of the, the sake of the kids, really. Yeah, like, absolutely. Man should, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I found myself, which is partially I do blame myself because, especially with my son, he had a few behavioural issues as he was growing up, um, like just being over hyperactive and all that type of stuff. So coming from my background with my mum, yeah. essentially, um, you know, I ain't going to put out with that crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was very strict with him, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, and I really tried to drill it down to him, you ain't going to come to my house and behave like that. That is yeah. not happening. And there was a few times where, you know, I'd put him in the porch and say, sit there for a minute. You need to calm down when yeah. he like hit his sister or whatever. So he'd then obviously go home and be like, oh, dad did this. And yeah. then, you know, all hell breaks loose again and I don't yeah. see him for the next however long. So then his feelings are then vindicated and then I'm look like a complete criminal. Yeah. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, there's probably things I did that I shouldn't have done. But in the same way a child doesn't turn the way that he turned on their own mind. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, Um So he ended up, you know, pretty much detesting the ground I walked on. Yeah. Um, to the point that he was actually in my football team at the time. And he, um, after a game, he didn't play as much as he wanted, which wasn't my decision. It was actually the other coach that yeah. was dealing with it. And he, in front of everyone, bear in mind, this is like, he's like nine years old at the time. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm never fucking playing for this team again. Um, this is a load of fucking shit. And I was like, excuse me? Yeah. I was like, 
this nine-year-old is swearing at me. Yeah. And obviously, from my background, if a nine-year-old is swearing at you, yeah, he's yeah. getting a backhand. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I'm in front of a load of people, so I can't do that. Yeah. So I just walked off and I grabbed him. I was like, you need to be quiet. And obviously, his mum's come over. Oh, leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like... Literally cannot yeah, do anything. I'm sure in, in your childhood, if you had done that. Oh my <laughs> days. I'd have the scars now. Do yeah. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> but that ain't happening. So, yeah. you know, and then from that point, he left. And I think I saw him probably three more times after that point. Um, which, to be honest, he didn't really have too much of a problem. But then all of a sudden, it was, oh yeah, he don't want to come. He don't want to come. He don't want to come. And it is what it is. And, and that was the last time I been? saw him. So that's been eight years. Because he's 17 now. So... <clears throat> yeah, I haven't seen him properly since then. Has there been times you've tried to reach out? Oh yeah, like because because Ella would still come up until um, relatively recently, which again we'll get to very soon. Yeah, um, I'd always send him letters, um, send text messages, obviously to his mother. So whether he got them or not is yeah, who knows? <laughs> That's the thing you just don't know, do you? Yeah, so I, I did send letters and Christmas cards, birthday cards, all the rest of it. Um, for years and years and years and I just said look maybe we can talk just complete radio silence really Um, and even going through the whole whole court process as well um, they recognised that he's clearly been influenced but there's not a lot they can do about it essentially sorry so you you, you went to court oh yeah I've been through to court like so many times yeah so yeah all through this time was all court proceedings and all that stuff Um, so yeah if anyone needs any help with that side of things they can always hit me up on, yeah. on the socials because a lot of people think you need solicitors and all that and you, you don't you can save yourself a heck of a lot of money just yeah. with a l- tiny bit of knowledge um, I did it all myself and I did relatively okay okay in the end I didn't get the outcome I wanted but yeah. I think that's more to do with how toxic the other parent is rather yeah. than what I did or didn't do mm-hmm. legally yeah, so yeah I've always said to anyone, I've always offered my help to loads of different people if yeah. they ever need any assistance with the court system with ch- children. Yeah. Then yeah, just give me a shout. I'm not qualified. Yeah. I'm not a genius or an expert. Just while you're on that little topic, bits of knowledge. What, what's, what's the Instagram handle that they can hit you up on? So for that type of thing, I'll take over from you personally, which yeah. is Nixie underscore Notorious. Yeah. Um, I would say send me a message first because it is on private for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't just let anyone on there. So yeah, yeah, I cool. have to at least think I might know you possibly. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> no, if anyone is struggling with that, then yeah, just hit Nixie up. Yeah, hit me up on on, that. Uh, on, on Instagram at Nixie underscore Notorious. And just, uh, I think that's what it is anyway. If you yeah, put in Nixie Notorious, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll pop come up. up. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then there's, there's Ella. So how long yeah. has it been since you saw her? So it's now been three years. So she saw the birth of your now youngest. Yes. Well, Second to youngest. Second so, to youngest, yeah. Sorry, so yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so she did meet her little sister, which was a wonderful moment. Yeah. Like, that was the happiest I've ever been. Yeah. To have my youngest daughter with my oldest daughter. Yeah. And it actually happening through all of the hardship it had been to get Ella to that point. Yeah. Because um, she did still come around most weeks. It was still bloody hard work. Yeah. Like, again, absolute nightmare of a parent. Like, the, the type of mudslinging and just general lies is just yeah. unbelievable you know um, even to the point of the day that I'm meant to pick her up I go around there knock on the door no answer go around the side door no answer stayed around for like I don't know 10 minutes rang no answer went home next day the police at my door oh you was trying to bang the door down and yeah, all that type of thing. Wow. Loads of different stuff like that. So I won't go into too much detail. Yeah, of course. I'd literally be here for hours. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> to say all of the... But that's the type of thing that used to happen. So it was, it was a pain in the backside. It was a yeah. nightmare. But 
obviously I had to go through it to, for my daughter. Yeah, of course. But yeah, um, she met her sister and then not long after that, unfortunately, it then broke down again because she was round, she hurt her thumb and we did. We just thought, oh, she's hurt herself. And then she went to school the next day and then she went back to her mum and then she took her to the hospital and it turned out she'd broken her thumb. So then I didn't see her for three months because apparently I couldn't be trusted to look after her. Right. And then after that, she was due to come round and then she actually called me and said, oh, Dad, I don't want to come round. I was like, you know what, do what you want then. Because I was, I was at the end of my tether, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I put the phone down because I knew that if I stayed on the phone, I would have lost my rank, yeah. to be serious. And uh, obviously, I didn't want to do that with an 11-year-old. So yeah. I then got a text message saying, oh, you're well out of order, blah, 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 and all the rest of it. And that was it. That's been the last. So, And do you think there's that... She obviously sounds like she maybe isn't as influenced, but obviously no. she... You don't know, she's younger, so... She... Yeah, so she definitely wasn't influenced at the... Well, she was, because she used to come around and say a lot of strange things. Um, like, oh, Daddy, uh, is it true you don't love Sarah? And I was like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> or, is it true that you was going to come around and you didn't? And like really weird stuff, yeah. like, you know, she's 11 years old, she ain't going to be saying that. No, of course. Of course, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um... Yeah, it took a lot for her to get to the point where she felt pressured to not come. Yeah. Because uh, I think, I don't think she didn't want to come. I think she felt pressure to not come, if yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, because when I asked her on this phone call, why do you want to come? Oh, I just don't want to, don't feel like it. I was like, I was like, that's not like you, Ella. No, yeah. You always said that you want to come or there's a reason you don't want to. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because the rest of them were going out somewhere. And she was obviously told, oh, yeah, we're going to do this and blah, blah, blah. And obviously 11 years old, you want to go and have fun, don't you? Yeah, so it may have seemed boring to come around and see me and, and everyone else for the weekend. Do you so, think there's um, there's potential that she could come back around? Like, yeah. yeah. I, I think if I saw her, she would be happy and want to rekindle the relationship we had. Yeah. We, had we had a beautiful relationship, obviously, mm. father and daughter. She was, uh, you know, everything. She was, yeah. she was a lovely little girl. Yeah. Um, obviously, the outside influence did start to creep into a little bit of her, some of her behaviour. Yeah. Like a little bit of manipulation and things like that. But on the whole, she was, you know, really nice. Yeah. Really nice child uh, to be a parent of. Never got in trouble. Yeah. Always really polite. You know, anything you could ask for, really. Yeah. Doing well at school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't know where she got that from, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was a she was a good girl. But, um, so I'd like to think that. There's still a bit of that inside her and she's not yeah. too um, messed up or anything following that in the last yeah, few yeah. years. Obviously, she's now coming to her teenage years so, and she's only had other inf- influences so I have no idea yeah. what type of girl she's now going to be but Are you I can still, only live in the hope. Like, do you still have any way of like, contacting her? Or? Not really, no. no. Only through the mother which obviously yeah, it's not You great, don't even know if he's going to go to her which no. sounds like... I've asked loads of times like, oh, does Ella want to come around? Does Ella want to see us? Um, oh, I did that for about a year. And then it was just always, nah, not interested, nah, not interested. And then after about a year or so, you know, I, I did give up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it must have just been having such a such an impact on your mental health. Like, I was just thinking, yeah. I mean, how does it having that rejection relentlessly coming mm. through, even though you know it's probably coming from a third party, like oh, not yeah. directly from the obviously the horse's mouth, but how does that affect you? Like, how does that make you feel? Like, even from like, yeah, not it was having um, with your son to then having to do it again with your daughter. 
yeah, I, I think that was the catalyst for a lot of what's happened with me mentally after that. Um, when it was first happening, like I say, in my mid to late 20s, you know, I'd have quite a few sleepless nights and, you know, teary nights, to be honest. Yeah. Um, just thinking about when am I going to see my kids again? And then obviously I'd got over it, had some other traumas with relationships and things, got over that. Um, and then just as I thought everything was bang on sweet, obviously I was with Sarah at this point. Um, by the way, a little shout out to Sarah, amazing woman. Yeah, I'm sure we'll come on to that in a bit later. Yeah, we will. She's but, great. Um, she's a <laughs> so yeah, everything was bang on. At the time, I was doing really well at work. I'd got a set, not a promotion, but I'd yeah, yeah, got recognised for doing good work, should we say? Yeah, yeah. And then um, boom, obviously the stuff of Ella happened, yeah. and I stopped seeing her, and it was like I'd taken ten steps forward, but another fifty back yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. So that was partially why I left the situation. Yeah. Um, being in that situation for the best part of what eight nine years whatever it was um it had taken a toll onto the wall that i had up to be honest and not just that but it was affecting my relationship with sarah yeah it was affecting sarah massively sarah was being bullied mm. you know sarah would walk down to the school with her youngest and pete would shout her for the out of their cars um which is just unbelievable it's disgusting like, even when she was pregnant though things about the pregnancy yeah, and things like that yeah. so at the end of the day, you know, your kids come first. Yeah. But sometimes you've got to think about the situation you're in actually does come yeah. first as well. Um, I think a lot of my trail of thoughts sometimes go against the grain of what is accepted in society in yeah. that regard. And sometimes um, expected, yeah. Yeah, like people say, oh, you can never give up on your kids, man. Never give up on your kids. Yeah. But when it's affecting your mental health yeah. and when it's affecting your partner yeah, and your baby potentially yeah, and the other children that you live with potentially um, you've got to make a decision whether you're going to do the best thing for your house yeah. that's what I did so as hard as it's been to remove myself away from my first two children completely <laughs> it's been the best thing for my household to yeah. be honest um, but then yeah like I say it then was a complete catalyst for my own mental health that just yeah of course it's, 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 yeah it's like yeah. It's, it's it's like a constant like pulling you between yeah. isn't it because exactly that, how yeah. do you how do you make the right decision in that in yeah. that instant like yeah you, you think you're making the right decision by looking after your household but still that that makes your household happy yeah absolutely. but that doesn't make you happy no because you want the best of both like exactly essentially that. you you want you just want to be there for your kids yeah and look after your own household like that. Yeah, sh- like, exactly that. So, Standard, so having yeah. to come away from like, or having to um, disrupt one of those. Yeah, it was hard. Really that hard. That must have been so hard. Yeah. So I think I dealt with that okay for about six months, I think. <clears throat> and then once Amali was a little bit older, I yeah. think things started to settle down. I don't know why or how, and I think this is probably quite a regular thing for people that have suffered mental health issues come out of nowhere and I was like you know I feel a bit emotional yeah. I don't really understand why yeah, mm, yeah. so yeah, I, mean, I, like, I didn't really think too yeah, much of it at, we're at both quite open about the fact that we've struggled with mental health yeah. and when I when I really like think about it I kind of plodded along for about five years oh wow that's a long not, time yeah not, I think from around like the age of tw- from, from now trying to understand it more yeah I think my mental health problems kind of started around the age of like 21. Yeah. I'm 27 now. But only now have I started to accept it. And only last year have I started to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And like that whole, like I really feel like from like 21 to like 25, 26, like 
I was really living a lie, like mm. uh, with a lot of things in my life, and it's like you said, like I like last like last year I really started to accept it, but yeah, you kind of have this like feeling, don't you, like in you, and it's like yeah. I don't know what this it's is, shift it, can you? Yeah. Oh, and, and you don't exactly want you don't want to like really like talk about it or address it because no. you think oh well I shouldn't because I'm a man, like, yeah, which, let's that. just deal with it, yeah, and, so, and, and you know you'd probably say the same you know like you well like with you with your like your mental health that's that's probably been going on for longer than you would probably um acknowledge yeah i think mine started from when i was like a kid mm. like from being brutally honest like when mm. i was just like a teenager you just yeah you just accept it yeah and, just, and that's that's not to say like since since a teenager like you've been depressed or like that's not me saying like from 21 i've been depressed like mm. obviously i've had some great times in yeah, those years and, like same. you can yeah. still be happy yeah like there's not so we're not taken away from the fact no, saying that yeah, we've been sad yeah. for like that whole time <laughs> yeah. do you yeah, know exactly what i mean yeah. Yeah, exactly but that. there has been that like that underlying yeah. gray cloud you feel it there kind yeah of thing, yeah you? you can feel it and it's mm. it and now like i've started to accept it like then you can start to address like, well, where's that come from? Like, yeah, exactly that. And yeah, sorry, so like carry on, but like, yeah, so I just thought I'd, I liked that that point really, like saying. Yeah, that. so, yeah, like I say, it come out of nowhere. Yeah. And I, the first person I spoke to was obviously Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I just said, so I, I don't really understand why, but I feel really emotional. Like, yeah. It makes no sense. Like everything's going good at the minute. Like the shoe business was, was banging at the time. Yeah. I was doing well at work. <clears throat> um, you know, we've got a daughter. Um, Amalia, yeah, who was like amazing. She's <laughs> amazing like the most little babe. beautiful little girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. You haven't seen a picture of her? No, I haven't. I'll oh, show yeah. you one after. She's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, she, no, she's I'm a good just... girl. Bit of a terror now. She's free. <laughs> but yeah, she's a she's an amazing little girl. And uh, yeah, I just didn't understand it, so I didn't really think too much of it. And then I got a bit better, like about a month later, and I was like, oh, okay. But then like a month later again, I like yeah fell back into it. Mm. So I I kind of recognised I was doing these waves of like feeling really emotional and like nothing would make me happy. Yeah. And then feeling okay or even better than that. Like yeah. Complete opposite, like almost euphoric, just yeah. for no reason. I'd be like, yes, bang on, let's go. And then like literally a few days later, I've hit the floor again and I, I just couldn't understand what's yeah. going on. So I ended up speaking to a few people at work and yeah. I was like, Look, I, this is what's happening. So if my work changes, this is why. And lo and behold, it did eventually start changing. Yeah. Um, didn't want it to, but I just couldn't focus. And I think at the time, I didn't fully understand what mental health was. And yeah. This was only a few years ago, bear in mind. Um, but I couldn't focus on things. And I would literally look at the computer screen and be like, I know my job inside out, but I'm looking at my screen. I literally don't know what I'm yeah. doing. Like, I have to really, really focus. And it would take me yeah. five times as long to focus right in like one sentence, which I should know off the back of my head I yeah, know the info yeah. that I need to put in the sentence but I've got to really concentrate mm. um, and being completely honest obviously having the shoe business and yeah. other stuff going on my mind was just all over the place so I was fighting feeling low depressed and emotional yeah. compared to also feeling like my head's just in a washing machine yeah, like, yeah. I actually don't know what I'm thinking like, yeah. it, it, it was a real battle I yeah. guess is the best way of putting it and one of the other things that come out of that, which I think a lot of people don't realise, is how tired it was making yeah, me. Yeah, definitely. Because um, previous to that, I could quite easily go to work, come back, be home for about half six, half six, 
and then I would work again until like midnight, no problems, go yeah. to sleep, wake up in the morning, do the same again. I was flying, yeah. doing that, no problem at all. I mean, it was the odd night that I worked a bit later than that, and yeah, I dealt with it, yeah. no problem. But when I started having these issues, I would have a full night's sleep and I would be absolutely shattered. Like, yeah. it, it almost felt like I'd run the London Marathon and I was that tired. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't function. So Sometimes like bat- like battling with your own mind is exhausting. Yeah, absolutely exhausting. It is exhausting. And I then started recognising another pattern was getting migraines and headaches. Yeah. So I would have like a euphoric moment for whatever reason, nothing, just, just felt it. Mm. <laughs> then I would hit the floor um then i'd get a migraine but then i would then get really tired yeah in any one of those orders all those things would happen yeah around the same time but not necessarily in that order yeah um like recently like a couple of uh literally a couple of days ago i had a sarah said i was being a bit snappy and i was like no nah, shut up no, i'm not i'm fine yeah. you know i felt fine yeah and then two days later i had like a massive migraine and i was like i couldn't work for the whole day yeah and then, like, the day after, I was, like, bang, like, hit the floor. And I was, yeah. like, I thought I was doing all right. And then mm. all of a sudden, it's come back again. Yeah. And then Sarah's, like... I completely like, relate. <laughs> I completely relate. Not yeah. so much, like, the migraine thing, but, like, I just, yeah. I, like, that, like, wave like of waves just... of just... Yeah. Can't, can't, can't seem to yeah. keep it on an even... Nah. But... And, 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 and where would you say you are mentally now? A lot better. Yeah. Um, and did you ever seek like professional help yes so I did um, I went to my GP yeah well I say went to my GP obviously it's been since Covid so yeah, yeah. it was uh, online but yeah. I spoke to him on the phone and he sent me off to talking therapies which was all online yeah talking stuff um, and as you know George I've been very open yeah. on my social media I'm open about it yeah I was open with my colleagues at work um, even the football team I coached like young younger lads I've been open with the parents and, yeah like literally anyone I can think to speak to, I've spoken to about it. Yeah. Um, partially because I think it's helped me deal with it. Mm-hmm. And also, obviously it's been a lot in the media and stuff, like letting other people know that if they have the same problem, then yeah, yeah give me a shout. Then yeah. I may not have the answers and inside I may be thinking, you know what, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not that, I don't want to know too much. <laughs> the thing is like... you speaking to me might help you. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, yeah like you don't yeah. need to be a professional to have a conversation. No, exactly. We're no. far from professionals and <laughs> we put out the first podcast uh, on uh, like the Sunday just gone and like we've been overwhelmed with like uh, either messages of support or people reaching out to us saying like yeah. it's so refreshing like seeing like normal people talk about this because... Yeah, exactly. um, like they've been struggling or you know they, they've got this going on or like it's just it's been amazing isn't it really? yeah it's been overwhelming yeah. and it's it's really like given us that not that we wasn't motivated anyway but it's given us that extra drive to yeah, be to, like to this is the right thing this, yeah, yeah. this yeah, is why yeah. this is why we had this idea and this is why we're starting this yeah exactly because right. people need to talk about it yeah I completely agree and it's actually quite ironic because I yeah because <laughs> I actually put on my social yeah. I was thinking about doing a very similar thing yeah. and then literally like the day after he was like oh yeah this is what I'm doing I was like yeah okay. I saw your post and I was like I was <laughs> yeah. like oh my god like we're literally like doing the same thing but I said to you like you should still do it like yeah 100% yeah, yeah. You, you should you should still definitely pursue it because the more people that talk about it the better oh absolutely you know what I mean so my and problem like, was just finding the time yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. thing yeah. We, 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 even we struggle with that we have to just like stick to Mondays <laughs> like, normally innit like, yeah, yeah. Just, just run with it but um, it's been like a podcast show there for the last like three months. yeah <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, Harry's front room is now a podcast studio. But um, 
Yeah, no, it's good to know that like you're you're, you're getting in a better place. And, yeah, I think so. And it's, and it's more. I would say when I have my down moments, it's like it's more like once every now and then, yeah. rather than before. It was like every other week. I felt yeah. like I was like yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Um, like I say, speaking about it has helped. Um, I am on. Um, so, so, oh, I can't even tell Satellapram. So, so, yeah, I'm on that so, as well. Satellapram, um, which I think has helped. Obviously, at first it was quite difficult. Yeah, I imagine you had the same side effects. I had some mad dreams. I was yeah. like, <laughs> I thought I was doing balloons. And stuff I had the weirdest thing. <laughs> I, I was reading through the side effects, and uh, I was looking at some of the uncommon ones, and one of them was yawning. Oh, and I was yeah. like, I was like, that's weird, isn't it? And I'd be on Facetime to you, and I'd be like, yeah. like <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. stop yawning. I wasn't tired. No, just kept yawning. yawning. Like yeah. it was so weird. But yeah, like um. I've been on them for for months now, but it's um I can't tell. Or I, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's difficult to tell. It's really hard to tell off. because I know that I still I still have the same thoughts as before I was on them. Yeah, and like my dosage has been upped as well, okay, and it's yeah. like you know I don't I don't know what's going on here. But yeah, see what I've found is when I started on it because I started at quite a low dosage. Yeah, the first hit obviously you get quite a. A yeah. low period, and in that period, I'd say the dreams are just unbelievable, yeah. like Bizarre. psychedelic. Yeah, yeah, mad. so weird. Yeah, I can't even remember half of them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I remember waking up like, whoa, but very vivid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was yeah. literally like on that yeah. spacecraft, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing football <laughs> with, with Ronaldo. Yeah, and Theresa <laughs> <Like>, May. <yeah. laughs> like proper mad, yeah. mad. Shit. Like, it is bizarre. Yeah, and then following on that. Because obviously I take it every day. There's been times where I've not had it. Yeah. I, the last one would fall at the weekend and I would have forgotten to get a repeat prescription. Mm. So I'd end up not having it for three or four days. And then I kind of feel a little bit jittery. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I feel like a, I'll, I'll, I'll feel be like com- a, a drug addict. Yeah. Like, I need to go and get it again. Like, I'll be completely honest. So, yeah. so They do say not to come straight off it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. send you a bit mad. So, I've, yeah. got, I've got them at home. And uh, the last few days, I haven't taken them. Okay, yeah. And uh, so in a few like, days' time, Hannah's you might been, start Hannah's feeling Hannah's been it. having a go at me, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, it's not. It's I'm like four days. It's like my fourth day not taking them, and I, yeah. I don't know why. I just like I'm just looking at them in the kitchen. I'm like, I just don't want to take it. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't want it. Yeah. But I do. Like I know I need it. Yeah. I think when you start, if you start feeling, it depends. Obviously, it affects people differently, doesn't mm. it? So. If in a day or two you start feeling getting those funny feelings, you'll be like, "Oh, right, okay, I'll yeah. take it." And you might have a couple of days feeling yeah. down or whatever, or all over the place is more what I what I get. Yeah, um, you know, my brain's just like scrambled, can't yeah. think for any of anything, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I, be- I better start taking it again." Yeah, ring up the doctor, can you get my prescription? Yeah, because I've forgotten to do it. Because again, being so busy, it's one of those yeah. things that you sometimes push to the side, don't you? And um, yeah. like, so like with your like feeling better and stuff. Um, We'll go on to the topic of, of, of Sarah, like your 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 well, she's not your new partner, you've been together no, how long? Um be six years soon. Yeah. Mm, six yeah, years. Yeah, so see we always we always lose track of how many years <laughs> here. So Amalia's three, so four, yeah, nearly four. Yeah. About six years. Five, six years. Just <laughs> would you say that she's somebody that's helped with that a lot? Yeah, massively. She She's had her own issues. I'm sure she won't mind me saying. Yeah. Um, she's more like anxiety based. Yeah. But she understands a lot of the things that I've said and yeah. where I've come from, and she's really good at recognizing. Um, I still don't believe her when she says it, mm-hmm. even though she's right half the time. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. 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 All the time. Yeah. She'd be like, "Oh, you're being really moody." I'm like, oh, "I'm not being moody. You're yeah. just being sensitive." You know. Yeah. Um, 
and then yeah, and then a couple of days later, I'm I am moody. <laughs> yeah, you do, you so, do pick it up. Like I know everyone mind me saying like, yeah. I think for me like I've never gone on medication or or, or seek that professional advice because my relationship with like medication and my mum and her depression and stuff growing up was like always quite negative. So yeah, I've never really explored it. But when Erin, my partner, was at her lowest, she went on medication. I don't know exactly know what she's on, but you do notice it more. Like yeah. you, you do spot it. Like it's just like it's just like habit, isn't it? Really, like yeah, you exactly. spend all that time with somebody. You yeah. notice when they're being off straight away. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, Sarah, like I say, she's a she's a good woman. It's uh, I think it says a lot that yeah. we live and work together pretty much. Yeah, she's and we've not like, wanted to kill each other yet. Yeah, when we met, um, we met you both at the Heim's Collective launch. Like, she's she's a lovely lovely woman. Yeah. Um. So and she's got an older kid of her own as well. Two. Two. Oh, was it two? So yeah. I thought it was just one. No. So. so yeah. So her oldest Aiden is seventeen as well. Yeah. Um. He actually went to the same. school school was my, ah. my oldest so they kind of knew each other um i don't think they were best mates or anything but yeah. they like knew each other and then her other son is 12 okay so yeah i am also a stepdad does he does he live in the home with you yeah I've, have i never met like, i've met um is it aiden you say aiden's so? the older one it's the older. i've met him like yes you would have done so the other one finley he um has I don't even know how to explain it. So he doesn't really like meeting people. Right, okay. Um, for example, he's homeschooled and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So it's very rare that he actually sees new people. Is it people. sort of like a social anxiety type of thing? Or? Kind of. Um, there's a whole raft of like yeah. professional words and stuff yeah. that Sarah's had to learn and go through. Yeah, yeah. Which um, has kind of shown me also what an amazing yeah, yeah. person she is, like having to deal with all of that. Yeah. Because he's, very, he's a very complex yeah, yeah. boy in some aspects. Yeah, in other yeah. aspects, he's really you know, good and simple, but some of the issues that he had growing up were really complicated mm. um, and even the professionals couldn't work out what oh, wow. exactly was going on with him. So, yeah, he unfortunately doesn't go to school. He's homeschooled yeah. as much as we can. Um, and, yeah, he very rarely meets new people. Yeah. Um, he certainly won't speak to new people. Like, even <coughs> my mum, like, he's met loads of times now. Yeah. She'll be like, hello, and he's just kind of like... Yeah, he just doesn't so, really know that how to yeah, interact with him. Um, but with people he knows, he's, he's a good kid. Yeah. He he loves the little ones. And yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah, you can see, you can see the good, little angels. He's good with like Marley, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Again, because he, he doesn't fully understand everything. Yeah. So sometimes you have to tell him, look, you need to calm down. Because like, he'll be like running around like a crazy man. Yeah. Like, She's free. Yeah, like, yeah. She can't run around with you. I want her to go to bed in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like chasing her up and down the hallway yeah two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> yeah. <laughs> half the time it is honestly yeah. so yeah he's a good boy um, the older one um, probably don't get on with him as well as possibly I could yeah um, I think deep down he's a, he's like really soft or really sensitive yeah and I think sometimes I can be a bit harsh yeah and I don't think he likes that yeah because Sarah is quite soft so whereas Sarah says something and it'll be oh yeah in a minute and I'm like no you fucking do it now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that has kind of come into it a little bit yeah. and I don't think he likes it and yeah. I don't like the fact that he doesn't just act on things yeah, yeah so we don't hate each other or anything like that yeah yeah but we I wouldn't say that we're like best bout pals or anything like that but yeah like we used to go like watch football and stuff together but yeah, obviously yeah. we've been busy we've not um and like we do talk about trainers and he helps out occasionally with the trainer stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shoot stuff. So, 
But yeah, deep down, he, he's a good lad. He's, yeah. he's not going to get himself arrested or anything like that. <laughs> That's good. Um, I'm pretty sure he only gets up to half of the stuff I did at his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other half, I'm, maybe he does in secret. How, yeah. how old is Ezra now? Three. Three. Uh, uh, two, uh, two. He's, he's two, ballroom three, and I'm sure he'll probably get arrested. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if he doesn't arrest, if he doesn't get arrested by the police off of his own back, I'm going to fucking put, take him to the station. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a cell, you stay there now. Yeah. Let's yeah. see, I'm done. I think my youngest might be like that. He's quite boisterous already. I'd say there's one, Kyrie. So, yeah, yeah, he's a little bruiser. Yeah. Already, which, uh, it's interesting because he's going to have a lot of Older people around him, so obviously he's got his sister, so he'll have a bit yeah. of um, femininity there. Like yeah. He plays with her dolls and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, he's one, he don't, he don't know yeah, the difference, he does he? Difference, yeah. And then obviously, he's got me and his two older brothers who like throw him around and like yeah. kick footballs at him and stuff. So <laughs> I'm the same. I think he's going to be quite. <laughs> I think, going, I think he's going to be quite rounded, but I can definitely see the uh, the bruiser in him. Yeah. You know, the way he like throws himself down slides and stuff already yeah. and like jumps off the bed. Yeah. yeah. No, so, that's yeah, brilliant. It's quite interesting. But yeah, that's, so, it's, it's all been, good fun. It's been a, that's been a really interesting conversation. Um, I think we've we've touched on on quite a lot of like the the mental health side of things of of co-parenting and mm. in-house parenting and all of that sort of thing. I mean, that's all new to me as well because obviously, like, yeah. I'm not a dad. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I'm surrounded by people who are, and it's just interesting to to hear different people's perspectives and. And just like it's been nice to to get to know the like, the real you, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, instead of Mister Mister Sneakers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's but. the thing. Most people seem to know me for a reason. So when I was younger, it was because of my car. Yeah. Um. Then it was DJing, DJing, and music, and <laughs> yeah. I would see people see me out raving and stuff like yeah. that. Then it was insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully not too much the insurance because <laughs> then I just think I'm boring bastard. But, <laughs> but um. Yeah, then it was trainers, and then there's a lot of people that know me through football and things yeah. like that, because uh, obviously I play yeah, a lot of football. Into your football. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know I don't look like I play football, but <laughs> I do play football. Yeah, no, yeah, you love um, football. Yeah, I love my football. I coach a football team. Um, they're now under 18, so most of them are taller than me. Yeah. But yeah, we won't talk about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I love doing that. It takes a lot of my time, football, but absolutely love it. Yeah. It's a, it's a good distraction from everything else. Um, yeah. But I think living a busy lifestyle has always been the one for me. I've yeah. always been a busy person. Mm. Like when I was younger, I had two jobs. Now it's uh, working full time with the shoe business, yeah, as well as playing football two or three times a week, yeah, as well as coaching twice a week. So yeah, busy, yeah. busy Love lifestyle. Busy. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And I well, think if any advice I could give to anyone apart from obviously speaking, yeah, keeping yourself busy, I think is one of the the main things you can do. If you're yeah. sitting at home just watching TV. You're just going to fester in yeah. your own yeah. depressive it's mind. Put your your um, energy into something that you enjoy. Exactly, because um, even before I was with Sarah, like I say, I was um, probably not the best way of dealing with it. But I made sure I was busy doing stuff like I was yeah. out every weekend, having a good time, that type of stuff. Or I'd go and see different friends like, yeah. almost every day of the week that I wasn't playing football or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, no matter what your situation, if you're single, there's still options yeah. for you to do that. You know, even if you're group of friends don't like going out in the way you like going out yeah just try and find new friends yeah you, yeah. you can do it find a new sport and you'll yeah, make yeah. new friends no um, no it's definitely like again again with the football side of it um especially on a monday for example i think i've spoken to you about this yeah, before yeah. i do play what's called man v fat football so i'll give that a shout out yeah um 
you know, for guys like me that are not as fit as they used to be. Yeah. Um, it's it's good fun. Yeah, I've been um, waiting for that to come down. My my sister's fella does that. Oh really? Yeah, man, be fat. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Do you know Liam Lockwood? Like ginger guy? No. Where does the he do it? The thing is, it's loads of different, different areas. So. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, he lives in uh, Chatham, doesn't he? Oh, does he? Yeah, he lives in Chatham, yeah. So, other than the Strood one that's on a Monday, there's also the Raynham slash Gillingham one on a Wednesday. And there's also one in Chatham that's starting on a Friday. So I think that's when he does, the Friday one. Or okay, yeah. Start, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I think there's a Maidstone like, yeah. one on a Friday I've been well. waiting yeah. for the, the Canterbury one to come up. Yeah, I think uh, they're waiting they, for enough people. Or yeah, well, I think I signed up to the waiting list or whatever for that so. yeah fair play yeah it's good the good thing about it is even if you're not particularly a baller you can still play yeah there's no pressure on anyone to be like the next Fat Ronaldo yeah <laughs> 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 or anything like that obviously it is competitive yeah and everyone likes to win but um, it's a community at the end of the day yeah, yeah like, it is like the whole group is called A Club um, but it's really good for like I say ex- new friends yeah um, there's extra help to, to lose weight um, I mean, I haven't done as well as I'd like to for my own fault, really. I mean, I've lost about 10 kilos this year. Yeah. Uh, well, in the last six months or so. Yeah. It could be better, but it still is what it lot, is. Still a, still a decent amount. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, just another, like, 40 to go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, feeling. I will get there. I will get there. But, um, yeah, so anyone that, well, obviously men, that want to lose weight and feel like they want to do something different, yeah. that's a good shout Give it a try, you never yeah, know. Yeah, no, yeah, shout out I to think, Man V Fat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Get yourself signed up. So we'll round up the podcast with our question time from, yeah. the, from the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll let Harry uh, t- ring off a few. Um, if you want to do like two two questions and then I'll do and then I'll do two as well. Looking forward to the questions, this will be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll start off with what was the one thing you wish you learnt sooner? Wow. Believe your own mind and believe in yourself. Yeah. I think, even now, I don't believe in myself fully. Um, <coughs> going into the shoe business, although it's done good, I would say, for the past year or so that I've been doing it full-time, I think if I had real belief in myself and confidence to know what I want to do, it could be a lot further down the line, Yeah, if I'm being completely honest. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely something that I would advise everyone is believe in yourself, believe in your own mind. Yeah. Um, and again, going back to my late teens and early 20s, if I'd believed in myself and I had confidence in myself, I don't think I would have been in the situation that I was in. Yeah. Because um, I just kind of went along with anything. So <clears throat> that'd be the main thing. Yeah. That's a great answer. Do you want to ring off another one? Then I'll do, and then I'll do two <laughs> after. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, what have we got here? I think that's top. Uh, the thing is the conversation's covered most of this yeah <laughs> top, really top right is a good one where'd you see yourself in five years mm. wow <laughs> mm. I don't really look too much in the future yeah which is I don't know if it's a good thing or not because I'm not very prepared for the future <laughs> where would you like to take sneakers prep in the next in yeah. the next few years so I think business wise I have to be at a premises I want to do that before before next year really. yeah uh, because we are still working from home and it's a bit chaotic sometimes yeah. when you've got, you know, however many pairs of shoes. Yes. Yeah. Should we say? <laughs> yeah. And uh, trying to stop like babies trying to eat them and whatever else. Yeah. That doesn't happen really, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case I've got your shoes in at the minute. <laughs> um, being a premises, um, have probably two or three members of staff. Yeah. Um, not have to do all the work myself. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll take a 
back step, but just being able to delegate stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I don't have to like stay up until two o'clock in the morning sometimes. Doing yeah. It would be nice. Um, and yeah, just as long as I can see growth and moving forward, then I think that's, yeah. the, main, that's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, perfect. Um, I don't think I'm at the point that I want to set a specific goal because mm-hmm. um, goals are really good to achieve, but in the same way, I'm someone that if I don't hit it, I'm going to be really yeah. kicking myself quite badly yeah. that I haven't hit that goal. So I'm quite wary of goals yeah. personally. I know it works for a lot of people, but yeah, for me, it's yeah working t- for progression rather than yeah, a specific yeah. yep. goal, I think, is, is good. Yeah. Um, for me personally, in five years, um, I want to lost that 40 kilos yeah. <laughs> at least. Hopefully not got too many more grey hairs <laughs> hopefully I would have grown my hair again yeah <laughs> um, yeah because I've really as we kind of we touched yeah. on earlier I've recently cut it off again didn't I? Yeah, yeah. I did have dreads but yeah I got bored and cut them off <laughs> um, yeah and just be happy watching yeah. my kids grow up yeah um, nice. me and Sarah should be married by then yeah I hopefully be married next year perfect um, just be a little small intimate wedding yeah because we're not rich yeah no I'm getting <laughs> married wedding, next year as well weddings cost ridiculous year. money they are stupid yeah, so mate. Yeah. Like, obviously me and, me and Hannah are booked for the end of next year and gosh it's just it's crazy money yeah, isn't it yeah. scary I, I, honestly I would rather spend the money on like on my van yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sarah won't like me saying that <laughs> yeah yeah I'd rather get like an extra yeah, version of my we van we are not cutting that yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not kind of yeah, I'd rather Sorry, get Sarah. like a turbo conversion in my van <laughs> yeah or get the electric windows working <laughs> yeah. Yeah. let's not talk about that that's a secret yeah so yeah brilliant yeah no, that's I- good. hopefully that's my van will be fixed by then yeah, so yeah, actually, yeah I can actually do the windows up <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, yeah, yeah no, that's, 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 that's brilliant no, that's, it's always good to have um, to have some things to aim for in it yeah, so absolutely um, who's some of the biggest celebrities that you've cleaned shoes for Wow, okay, so well, that's an interesting question. So I think the main ones would be, I did do Unknown Tees ones once, upon yeah. a time. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Thank you, George. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd probably say he's the most commercially known. I've done a couple of uh, local footballers Yeah. Um, that play for Jills at the time. They're not there anymore, because if you know anything about football, then players at that level last about... A year, yeah, <laughs> max. Um, a couple of influencers, uh, Brandon Myers. I've done, yeah, I hope you don't mind me name dropping him, but yeah, I'm sure yeah, he doesn't. Sure he doesn't <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've got mine's gone blank to be honest, yeah, 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 yeah. probably, yeah, one that I recognize that you you did, and he's yeah, he's all over the place massive, at the moment, yeah. he's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, yeah, exactly. That it's mental. He, I think he just did the campaign for Palace and. Yeah, he did, didn't uh, he? And Calvin Klein. He's yeah. done Louis Vuitton. Yeah. all over the place. Pretty big time stuff. He did really, a few though. shoes, didn't he? About four or five pairs. Yeah. yeah Louis, he did some Dior's and stuff, didn't he? Dior's, like, some Jordan 1's. Yeah. Yeah, a few pairs of Dior's, I think. Yeah, I think was it, it was. Yeah, right. Jordan 1's, so. Um, yeah, and then, good. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll round off the... Um, I've got two questions in my head, but I only want to ask one of them. <laughs> but I might just do both. Yeah, I'll do both. Far away, go on. The, 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 the first one is what is a song that means a lot to you and why? Okay, that's a very good question. And the first song that always pops into my head is an old Garage track, because <laughs> again, I'm in my 30s, so yeah. I'm, I'm a Garage boy at heart. Yeah. Um, Wookie, Battle. Right. And the lyrics, every day is like a ba- battle, but we will overcome. Yeah. And ever since I heard the tune, it's a banging tune. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But the ly- that specific line of lyrics... 
always resonates with me, you know, yeah. battling for everything that I have done yeah. in my life. Um, yeah, I think it just hits home pretty, yeah. pretty strong. Um, yeah, like I say, it's an absolute banger. Yeah. Absolute banger. <laughs> and I've got it on vinyl. Yeah. Love. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. The and baby Nick tried to pick the vinyls up the other day. And I was like, <laughs> Get away. Listen, yeah. son, I love you, but... Yeah, yeah. not yet. <laughs> not yeah. yet. You're going to cause yourself problems, though. <laughs> and then uh, the last question, which we don't necessarily want an explanation. We just okay. want a straight answer. And then at the end of the series, we'll yeah. tally up. And would you rather have more time or more money? Right now, time. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Without cool. a doubt. I could definitely do with more money because, like I say, <laughs> business is good, but yeah, yeah. you know, I'm not going to be uh, retiring anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, time, definitely. Even though I do make a lot of time for things I want yeah. to do, um, which partially was one of the reasons also why I went into doing the business from home. Um, yeah, you can never replace time. That's a great answer. A lot of people should know that. Yeah, it's a great answer. But I think a lot of people it takes them to get to my age, mid thirties, to, to realise realize. it. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. No, well, f- thanks for coming on. No problem. Really Thank appreciate it. Much, yeah. I know we had a bit of uh, trouble actually organising <laughs> yeah. it, but we got yeah. there in the end. Yeah. And it's yeah. been, it's been. I've been really... super quiet this episode because I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Non-stop all day. But no, that's that was a really great podcast. I yeah, enjoy that. I'm really looking forward to putting that one out there for the people to listen to. So yeah, I hope I hope it helps a few people and yeah. people see a little bit more about me. And I just Absolutely. Think all I do is just sit around shoes all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I do have to give one shout out because he because I promised him I would far away because um, I saw him today I got a shout out of the barber man oh yeah Barbara Alex. A.N. Alex big Nicole. Alex yeah uh, obviously yeah. you know Alex yeah um, yeah yeah great I was guy. like I had to get the trim done today yeah <laughs> got you looking fresh yeah exactly and I did so. I did say and I'll compliment him on the podcast he's looking great he is he's in great shape I'm very shape. jealous yeah, Very jealous. You, I'll show you this guy afterwards. But yeah, he <laughs> yeah. did like a ten week, twelve week plan thing. Yeah. He's just got absolutely shredded. So yeah, fair play <laughs> yeah. to him. And I was really invested in his. Uh, he had like a cheat day. Yeah. And like, oh, I was messaging. Day, yeah. Did you watch it? He must have had about ten thousand calories yeah. in a day. And I, and swear and to I God. was so invested in what he was eating. I was text, I was messaging him on Instagram like, I can't wait to see what you're eating next. <laughs> 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 it was brilliant but yeah no, shout out. where half our problem comes from yeah <laughs> literally yeah but yeah no shout out to Alex but yeah no thanks again for coming on man and no, uh, yeah we'll pleasure. round it out yeah, there really so thanks everyone it. for watching follow us on uh, Instagram at the average Joe's pod and TikTok at the average Joe's pod and yeah subscribe and like so thank you no worries Just, just, just make, make like that. Definitely recorded.